losing streak is over in a crazy, crazy game. The Rangers defeat the Los Angeles Kings 5-2, and this one had everything. And I don't think we'll ever really see a game like this again from many different angles. Vincent Trocek is definitely the star of this game. And he scores two goals, gets an assist. And, but the, you know, there was a lot of good. Shesterkin was more like himself, only allowing two goals and, you know, made some pretty big saves. But that's kind of just the normalcy part of it. Here's where things get weird. So the Rangers are in a really strange predicament right now as far as, you know, trying to make this Patrick Kane trade work from a financial standpoint. So the Rangers called up Ryan Carpenter, Jake decision, cleared waivers, and was sent down to Hartford. They call up Carpenter, and you have to, to dress 18 skaters, right? So any combination, right? We've seen 11 forwards, 7 defense, but usually it's 12 and 6. This was 12 and 6. But because the intention is to send down really more of a paper transaction in the sense of Braden Schneider. Braden Schneider and Carpenter are going to be sent down in the coming days. How they'll do it, I'm not exactly sure. And, and it doesn't mean that Schneider is going to play with Hartford. In fact, I don't even know if technically he would actually travel to Hartford, but that's here nor there. But they did not play in this game. Like Braden Schneider had zero shifts in this game. Schneider did not play. Carpenter actually played 13 seconds as he served a penalty, one in which we will definitely discuss. He served the penalty, so he actually had to come out and did play 13 seconds. But the purpose, and it's, and it's odd, but the purpose of this was really for injury protection. More than That's what it was. They, because if they got hurt, then they wouldn't be able to send them down. So the Rangers, and we didn't really know this until it came out a, uh, a few minutes into the game, all of a sudden, the beat writers reporting per source, Schneider and Ryan Carpenter are not going to play at all. And in essence, that did happen. And so at that point, it's 11 forwards and five defensemen, which is tough, which is tough as it is. So let's, I guess, get into it chronologically. Let, yeah, let, let's nah, actually know. So later in the first, to make matters worse, Keandre Miller spits in Drew Doughty's face. And it's it's a bad look for Keandre, who doesn't have a history of anything like this. He's a you know a seemingly a likable guy. Like he's not, it wasn't, you know. It's a tough one because look, it's bad for his reputation. And after the game, he said that you know it was accidental. I'm not sure if I believe it. I think it's possible that it was. He is someone that I noticed. He does spit a lot, but still, it, it was it wasn't good. I, I think he. I think there's a good chance that he gets suspended for how long? Maybe a few games, and so that was pretty shocking to see. Again, considering that the player that he is and the person that he seems that he is, and, and we know Drew Doughty is one to definitely get under an opponent's skin, but. I don't think anything he did, I mean, nothing he did warranted that response. And so Keandre Miller is given a match penalty. He's It's a five-minute major. He's ejected from the game. And so now that leaves the Rangers 
with only four defensemen, unless somehow they decided to play Schneider, which they didn't. They stuck with that. They did not. They had Schneider available, and they didn't. They did not play him. So the Rangers had eleven forwards and four defensemen. So I want to give a lot of credit to four the four defensemen, and that was Ben Harper, who played twenty eight minutes, which is just insane considering he really hadn't played much at all recently. Against Detroit, I think he might have played just a couple of like a couple of minutes. Really, that was it. And then uh, yesterday's game against Washington, he played a, a decent amount, what he would normally do. But twenty minutes for Ben Harper, birthday boy Jacob Truba, twenty nine minutes, and Adam Fox plays twenty six, which for him isn't like that crazy, but still, it's a lot. And then Nico Mikula, twenty five minutes and thirty seconds. So the four of them deserve a lot of credit. That's a lot. Of time to play, especially considering that you played yesterday. That's the second game of back to back, so they'll get a much needed rest. The Rangers don't play till Wednesday, so they get a few days to uh, to shake it off. But that that was really, uh, I, I can't say enough about the work that the four of them did. They did a really good job. It's not an easy thing to do. They were able to, you know, to play pretty well, and the pairs were Harper Truba and then Mikola Fox. And I think that's good as well, just in terms – you never know what might happen down the line. So it's good for them to get that experience. You know, look, Ryan Lindgren – and I should also say, I haven't even brought up Ryan Lindgren. Lindgren, it doesn't seem like it's anything overly serious. I mean, I don't – Gallant, he says he's not – you know, he said that and it's day-to-day right now. I, I could still see Lindgren being out for some time, but you would like to think that if it was really bad, it probably would have come out already. Like, this is what it is. And this is the diagnosis. But the fact that at least they're making it seem like it's not bad is at least good in the sense that, all right, this isn't going to be like a, a, you know, a multiple months injury type situation. So that's that's a good thing. But so now Mikula moves up and plays with Fox. And I thought they played pretty well together. And then, you know, Harper with Truba. You wouldn't think that it would go well, but it kind of did. So that was a big thing. And then another really Really um, scary moment. Mika Zibanejad blocks a shot late in the second, and it looked as if this had the chance to be, honestly, a broken ankle. Like, like he was in so much pain, he could put no weight on it. And I'm thinking, all right, like this is, you know, all right, there's like seven weeks left. What does it mean if this is like a six to eight week injury, whatever? And then all of a sudden he returns in the third period. Not only does he return, he scores a goal. So, and it was nice to see the fans, you know, Chant Mika. You know, it's one of those things where you don't really see that type of love. Really, it's just Igor that gets it. You know, it's the goalie thing. So it's not it, – but it was nice to see Mika actually get that support. And really amazing, the fact that he came back out there. And I'm wondering if the fact that the Rangers were shorthanded played into that a little bit. Because to me, it's like, all right, even if you're fine – Maybe it's just good to, you know, there's only one more period, but he, he went back out there and it, it shows a lot. You know, the fact that he blocked the shot and, you know, he comes back out for the third period. It was a really inspiring effort for the Rangers. It was a really good, a really good win for the team in many ways. Like I said, just circuit and just a lot of good things that happened here. What had what had a chance to be disaster for many. And look, the Keandre Miller thing is that's not good. Like that, that definitely, you don't feel good about that. And... You, you just, I, 
like I said, I, I struggle with how to feel about it because you know that Keandre Miller really, he doesn't have that type of reputation. He's not like that. You know, I'm sure fans of the teams, they would just assume, you know, as someone, as someone who watches the Rangers every game, you know that, that he's not that, like we're not talking about, I'm just using this player's example. Like, this isn't like a Sean Avery, like who would definitely cross the line on certain things, you know? Like this is, Keandre Miller is nothing like that. So for the Rangers, a really good win and, and, and a four-game losing streak is now over. And that's and, and that's important. So getting into the game itself, like I said, you know, for most of this game, 11 forwards and four defensemen, but they were able to make it work. And you look at the forward ice time, it was just pretty much, uh, it was pretty well balanced. That really wasn't like a major effect at all. In terms of looking at things and being like, whoa, that's a lot more than usual. Like Goodrow played a lot more than he normally would. Other than that, though, I, I don't know. It, it all kind of seems really standard and regular. It, it was the, it was the defense that it was you know a lot different for. So it was Shostakovich versus Jonathan Quick, and for Quick, he was hooked quickly. No pun intended. As uh, in the first, you know, Ranger power play, it eventually gets on the board in the third. So it, it had something to show for. But again, I, I don't like how the power play looks. Sean Dursey trips Chris Kreider. So Kreider actually drew a couple of penalties in this one. But Ranger power play unsuccessful. But at 14 minutes, the kid line scores. It's Lexi Lafreniere scoring his 11th goal of the season from Kako and Hedl. Lafreniere, honestly, it might have been a pass. I'm not sure what it was, but an ugly goal. Bad angle. Goes in off quick and in. And a lot of Lafreniere, a lot of Lafreniere's goals are really not of the pretty variety, but I don't mind that. So the Rangers uh, take a one thing lead there, and then at 16.37 is when you have the Keandre Miller match penalty where he spits in Drew Doughty's face. It's, uh, the penalty is served by Ryan Carpenter, and look, the Rangers, they, they killed off the five minutes. It carried into the second period. That was a really good job by the PK to kill that off. So the, the score is one nothing, and then soon after it's over, Vincent Strocek scores. It's his 18th goal of the season from Zibanejad and Kreider. And this goal, because he scores two goals in quick fashion, this was the one I think that takes a weird deflection. And Trocek, you know, look, this is he is someone that lately has been putting up points. And he's a different player than the rest of the Ranger bunch. Like, he's not afraid to kind of go in the areas that other players don't want to. Like, it's a good mix for the top six. He He's not afraid of contact. And he has a shoot-first mentality. And so Trocek scores. And then he scores again at 337. So two goals for Vincent Trocek in a matter of a minute and 35 seconds. It's Trocek's second goal of the, of the game, his 19th of the season from Adam Fox. And that would be it for Jonathan Quick. Phoenix Copley comes in to replace him. And the Rangers, you know, 3 nothing for a while. And then at 16.52, Mikola holds Blake Lazat. And on this penalty kill is when Zabanajad blocks the, ironically, Drew Doughty. Doughty's the one that takes the shot. Zabanajad blocks it. It looks like it's bad, but as we find out, it ends up being okay. And then as play resumes, after there's a whistle, they come back and the Kings get on the board. It's Victor Arvidsson scoring his 18th goal of the season from Kaliev and Deneau. 
This was a close play where it was close to maybe being a high stick, but I think it was the right call. Shesterkin was a little bit frustrated, but I think that the stick was below the, the bar, and it's a good goal, and so it's 3-1. We head to the third. Fans are excited because Mika is back, but there's an odd man rush, and the Kings score. It's Matt Roy scoring his ninth goal of the season from Deneau, and just like that, it's a one-goal game. So, it, you know, very quickly, that went from 3 nothing to 3-2, Game time-wise, obviously there was an intermission, but in terms of game time, what? That was like three minutes or so, three, four minutes. And that was a play where Trocek unfortunately shoots it wide. It leads to an on-man rush. Harper's the only man back. And, you know, maybe it's one where Igor wants to have back. I'm not going to really complain about it because I thought he really played well in this game. But the Rangers respond, and that was really important. A quick response to the Rangers, and it's Artemi Panarin. So he ties Trocek in terms of uh, season goal total with his 19th goal, assisted by Trocek. And Panarin had – it was a nice pass by Trocek. Panarin – it was stopped by Copley, but then Panarin gets a second chance and scores. It was a nice goal. And the Rangers take a 4-2 lead. Then Alex Edler hooks Chris Kreider at 351. Power play does not score. Oh, no, sorry. Power play does score on this one. It, it is finally successful and – of course, it's Mika Zibanejad. So it's great to see Zibanejad score after that scary moment. It's his 31st goal of the season from Fox and Panarin. So multi-goal game, multi-point games for Panarin and Fox. And the Rangers take a 5-2 lead. There were some penalties, some four-on-four action, where Zibanejad trips Mikey Anderson, but then soon thereafter, Kaliev hooks Truba. Then later on, VZ trips Dowdy, and then Fiala interferes with Mott. And on this one, Mott was a little bit upset that it kind of looked like maybe a little bit of, a, I guess, an elbow. It, it might have been. I don't. I don't think Fiala did it on purpose, but Mott was upset. Kind of, you know, his his jaw was kind of in discomfort. But things. I, I thought that things might blow up in this game a bit, but it didn't. You know, because again, with everything that had happened, just one of the craziest. That's all I can say. This is one of the craziest games of the season, from like I said, many many reasons. But the Rangers win it five two, and so now. What will happen in this next Flyer game? A lot to think about. Will Ryan Lingen return? I'm going to say probably not, but with Keanu Miller potentially being suspended, does that change things? And will we run into another situation where just somehow and like, does Lingren sit on the bench but not actually play? I don't think that that would happen in that case. And I think that's even, that feels even more wrong because Lingren's actually hurt. So, but will we see that sort of maneuvering or? Will Patrick Kane be in a Ranger uniform come Wednesday or Thursday versus Ottawa? So we're going to find a lot soon. It seems like this trade's going to come to fruition. What are the Rangers going to be giving up? I don't know. And so for me, my opinion on, on the trade, I will give that when it happens. But, you know, I, I'm i skeptical, but I want to see how the trade looks. But it's been a weird time, and it only gets weirder, right? With that lingering injury kind of made things seem feel a little bit weirder. Now this Karen Miller potential suspension, like where does that lead things? So, but the good thing is here, the Rangers end the losing streak. They can feel good about themselves heading into going to Philly and then home against Ottawa. And the question is, will Patrick Kane be playing in either of those games? Remains to be seen, but Rangers win it 5-2. They end the 4 game losing streak. They beat the LA Kings at Madison Square Garden.